Okay, so I'm making a religion. It's uh, it's not really well. It is it, it, using the word religion is like a um, it's kind of a joke, but at the same time, not really. A religion is just a system of beliefs. It's a organized structure, and of course, structures change over time. Um, and that's the whole one of the fundamental ideas of infinitism which is the name of our religion is uh, that there are infinite possibilities and because there are infinite possibilities uh, this basically means that change is inevitable and reality and existence will continue to change forever so yeah um, all structures eventually fall and morph into other structures um, but let's uh, continue with this discussion so infinitism is the name of the religion and Our religion doesn't have a god, necessarily. Um, Or, another way of putting that is, everything is god. There is no one form or structure or being that is god. Um, Everything is just god, and god is infinite. But we're not going to use the word god, because... God has uh, too much baggage, I feel. It's kind of worn out at this point. People, when they hear the word God, sometimes have feelings of um, oppression and perhaps think that it's related to Christianity or something, which is um, not exactly what infinitism is. Um, the thing about infinitism though is that everything is a part of it because it's infinite it contains everything so Christianity and uh, Islam and Judaism and Buddhism and Hinduism and all the religions every single religion you've ever heard of and that has ever existed is a part of infinitism because, you know, as, inf- as infinitists, <laughs> we believe that uh, there's something to be learned from every, well, from everything. You, the, every, op- every experience is a learning opportunity. So there's things to be learned from Christianity, there's things to be learned from Hinduism, there's things to be learned everywhere. So anyways, back to the God thing. We're not going to use the word God, um, at least not for what it means in Christianity. We can still, of course, use the word, because words are just tools. Words are just sounds um, and symbols, a collection of sounds and a collection of symbols, which you can attribute meaning to. And, um, you know, there's infinite amount of meaning you could contribute to a word. 
because um, words are relative, words are not absolute, right? Uh, words are very subjective. So your definition of a word may be different from mine. I mean, we could start uh, calling trees God. Like, hey, I'm in the woods right now. There's lots of gods around me. <laughs> you know, so the word God is not necessarily special in any way. But, like I said, it has some baggage attached to it, which turns some people off. And infinitism is a a religion or organization that wants to be um, you know inclusive nobody is excluded from infinity that's the beautiful thing about infinity is it doesn't exclude anything because if it exclude if it if something was not a part of infinity then infinity wouldn't be infinite so it has to contain everything and we don't want to turn off people by using a word that, um, or at least consistently using a word that uh, turns people off, scares people, potentially. But on the, on the flip side of that, some people are very attracted to the word God. Some people hear the word God and it comforts them. Uh, Christians may be exam- an example of that. Another, th- another uh, thing I want to point out here is that you don't have to if you if you want to join infinitism i mean technically everyone is already a part of it but if you want to join the sort of substructure that we're creating here you don't have to stop being anything else so you can be a part of christianity and a part of infinitism you don't have to be one or the other you can be part of uh, you can be a hindu or a buddhist or a muslim and be a part of infinitism and like I said technically you know ultimately everyone is already a part of infinitism because it doesn't exclude anyone or anything but um, there's a difference between already being a part of it and you know making the decision for yourself to identify as in as a member of infinitism also I want to point out too um, infinitism is sort of like a working name. It, I'm, I'm not even sure if that's the best name uh, to give this organization. So it's kind of a working title right now. Um, could change. That's the other thing about infinity is that it has um, you know, infinite names you could give it. Uh, technically any name is a name for infinitism. <laughs> you know, you could call it a uh, poopty scoop, the religion of poopty scoop, and it would still be the same thing ultimately, just with a slightly different collection of symbols and sounds associated with it. Um, so yeah, infinitism is just an, is just a name. Uh, we could call it the religion. You know, we could call it the movement. We could call it the being. We could just call it existence. <laughs> it doesn't. The name is less important than the what the name is pointing to, which is infinity, right? Which is endlessness, boundlessness. Uh, you know, every single direction is infinite. Every single dimension is infinite.
So, but yes, let's go back to this um, notion of God. So, as you know, the part of the structure. of infinitism got distracted um, part of the structure of the infinite of infinitism um, is that there's one soul right there's one being one soul now some religions have called it God but as I explained we're not going to use that word for the reasons I listed Every, it, the universe is one soul, right? Uni means one. Verse means story. So the, the word universe literally means one story. And the, the universe is telling one story of one being. And that being is the one soul that is experiencing my life. It's experiencing your life experiencing the life of every animal and every living thing, every uh, planet in the universe. Um, we also believe that everything is alive, ultimately. Now, there's a difference between being alive and being animated. Um, everything is alive, yes, but humans, for example, are more animated than trees, you know. Now, if you, if you film a tree for a thousand years, it'll look, and then, and then play, play that footage back at a very high speed, um, perhaps one year a second or something like that, uh, then you'll see that trees are actually you know, just as animated as humans, just at a slower speed. But from the perspective of a human, at least as far as I can tell, uh, there's people who are more... Uh, there's, there's humans are more animated from the perspective of humans than trees. Um, and rocks, for example, rocks seem to be even less animated than trees. But rocks are alive. Because alive simply means existing. Um, now, if you ask a biologist, then they'll they'll tell you I'm, that I'm crazy. Uh, but I'm not talking about biology here. I'm talking about metaphysics and spirituality, um, which is a different level than than biology. Um, the stuff I'm talking about isn't, I mean, science is a part of it, but it's not scientific in the traditional sense. Uh, you can't, you can't really measure, um, the liveliness 
of anything in this in the sense that I'm talking about. Everything is just equally alive. And like I said, alive is different than animated. Like obviously I'm I'm more animated as a human than these rocks that I'm walking by right now. But These rocks are still very much alive, just as alive as I am. So, anyways, what does that mean? That means that planets are alive, right? Every every structure is a living structure within a bigger living structure. So, us humans are small living structures that, that are living on a bigger living structure. which is Earth, right? And then Earth is living in a bigger living structure, which is the galaxy. The galaxy is alive. It's, it's, it's a giant organism, just like Earth is a giant organism, just like you, as a human, are a giant organism made up of tinier organisms. This is the notion from the Kabbalion of as above, so below. You can continue zooming in or zooming out. There's always smaller organism, organisms, and there's always bigger organisms. Um, I actually, I just realized that uh, the word organism is an ism, just like infinitism or Catholicism or um, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism. So ism, that's a really interesting suffix. Organism. You, you could say that organism is a religion. Because what is a religion? A religion is a structure, right? And an organism is a structure. So... As above, so below. The galaxy is an organism living within a bigger organism which is we could I don't know we could call it the known universe or I think there's actually a, a word in science called like the supercluster or something like that but you get the point right um, we could say that infinitism is the biggest religion right and by big I basically mean endless um, which is why I'm so interested in creating this you know, religion, because when I look at other religions, I see them as, ha like I said, having a lot to learn from them, but they're just, they're just a piece, and uh, if we could bring all the religions together, create a sort of unified theory of religion, then we could, uh, I don't know, I think that would generate some, some peace on earth, you know, some camaraderie among humans um, people fight right because they don't identify with the people that they're fighting against if we could all come together as one identity as one soul then I think we would just have a much more peaceful planet um, so that's one motivation for creating this structure
Um, and of course, there probably will be haters. Like, there's, it seems like there's always haters. And anyone who tries to create anything um, gets haters. You know, if you, even if it's your family, like, you know, a lot of people grow up and they say, you know, I want to move to Hollywood and be an actor. And their family will tell them, uh, that's unrealistic, that's not going to happen. Which, you know, in a sense they have a point, like, lots of people try to become actors and end up not really making it, and then end up just working at a restaurant or something. Um, And there's no shame in that. But the point is, like, anytime you try to create something with confidence, people are going to hate against it and and really what the haters are is they are manifestations of your own mind testing your commitment to your idea right so if everyone was always encouraging you and saying yeah like that's that's super possible like if everyone was just like egging you on no one challenged your belief then you wouldn't have you don't know really how committed you are because if, if if everyone's just always encouraging you and then one person comes along and insults your belief and then that causes you to question it and then give up on it then you weren't really very strong in your belief because just one person saying one thing could tear you down right so um, it's it's a good idea to embrace critics you know embrace critics be grateful for critics because they're challenging your strength they're testing your strength and they're also helping you learn more about yourself and about your ideas you know whenever I'm having a conversation with someone someone challenges a belief of mine I often learn a lot about the belief you know and, and sometimes I'll I'll have a belief that someone will challenge and then it'll turn out that uh, the belief was actually misguided and I I need to change or alter my belief um, in order to improve it. So yeah, embrace the critics. Um, Okay, so I want to finish up the idea that I started with because I've sort of been rambling um, although I've touched on some pretty important topics my this is the way my mind works it's kind of scattered it I'll be talking about one idea and then that idea will inspire another idea just like I'm doing now <laughs> um, getting away from the original topic so the original topic is soul the word soul we're sort of gonna use this word to as a name as a name for the one soul and yes, it is sort of a synonym for God. Um, but we're not going to use the word God because it's just kind of played out. But we are sort of pointing at the same thing here. And that is the, the soul, or, or if we just call it by its name, soul. Soul is the one consciousness that is experiencing everything. And not just experiencing everything, but is everything. You know, you, you you're not just experiencing your life; you are your life. You're not just experiencing this human; you are this human. 
Now that will change. You know, one day this human will die, and you will become something different. You'll 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 shape shift this. You know, the soul or the or soul. Soul will shape shift into a new form. That that's what existence and creation are really, is just constant sh- morphing and shape shifting into new forms, um, which keeps things exciting. Because if think about it. If everything just stayed the same all the time and forms never changed, then life would get pretty boring. You know, imagine spending a billion years looking at the same photograph. You know, eventually you're going to get pretty bored. So that's why life is, you know, more like a movie and less like a photograph. Because movies i mean think about the word movie where does it come from it comes from the word movement right moving life is constantly moving and that's what brings you know intrigue and beauty and change now if you think about the life of a tree the life of a tree is probably a lot less like a movie than a human life is. A, a, a tree's life is probably closer to a photograph than a human's life is. Things are more still. So if you think about soul, the one soul experiencing every life, if you live perhaps, uh, I don't know, a dozen human lives back to back, so you die as one human, and incarnate as another human, die as that human, incarnate as another human, and do this for you know, a number of, uh, of, you know, a dozen or so lifetimes, the soul might want to rest a little bit, want to take a break from all this movement and experiencing some, and experience a higher level of stillness. So instead of incarnating as a human, soul might then choose to incarnate as a tree and live the lifetime of a tree, which, if I had to guess, is uh, slower and more relaxing and probably feels I, I would assume that a tree's life feels a lot longer than a human life because it's so still you know if you think about um if you've ever tried meditating like really low stimulation meditation you know so literally just sitting in a quiet, remote area, and doing nothing, you've probably noticed that, it, at least this is the way it is for me and many people I've spoken with, if you, if, if you do this for 10 minutes, that 10 minutes is going to feel a lot longer than 10 minutes while you're watching a TV show. So time sort of, the, the more meditative you become, the slower time seems to go. And I've actually noticed this in my everyday life, actually, is um, for the last five years, I've been diving really deep into spirituality and metaphysics. And my, my life and my, ex- my everyday experience has become very meditative. And I, I can tell you that the last five years of my life feel longer than the other 18. So I'm uh, I'm 23 years old right now, 
the last five five years of my life have felt way slower than the first 18 years and there's there was a very distinctive shift actually this sort of just one night where I really had a crazy epiphany a crazy awakening um, and ever since then my life has become much slower and has with each literally with each month has gotten slower and slower noticeably slower to the point where I'm thinking like you know this this might not be the same for every other human but if my life continues slowing down I could I could see a point kind of where I'm trying to figure out how to explain this idea where my life slows down to such an extent that's it that it's as if I'm not alive anymore that I'm uh, sort of like tree-like and uh, yeah that would be pretty interesting hi interesting um so yeah that's i'm gonna end this recording here i think but that was a nice dive into this idea of infinitism this idea of soul um talking about some other religions and stuff i sort of sprinkled some personal information in as well and uh looking to continue building upon these ideas um and creating structure because that's one thing I've noticed is I, I took a deep dive into chaos for a while um, after after that night where I awoke when I was 18. Uh, I took a, a deep, long dive into chaos, and now I'm I'm interested now in coming out of the depths, coming out of the belly of the whale and back to the surface and, and then start building some structures on land you know to to dwell within for some time and that's what this idea of infinitism is of creating a new religion um, so yeah um, until next time <laughs>